Hey, and welcome to the next episode of More Wine and Less Whining. So, we are going to just jump right into this subject because I have been meaning to do this podcast to address something that I did not address. So, we're going to jump directly into it and then you can kind of fill yourself in. (laughs) So... Um, first, I'm going to do a disclosure. If your ears are sensitive, this is probably not going to be the podcast episode that you would like to hear. If your ears are not sensitive, then I'm pretty sure that you'll be able to relate and there might be a whole lot of, yes, girl, yes, or that bitch is crazy. Whatever you decide that you want to say, it does not bother me. Trust me, I will not be offended. But I want to make sure that I don't offend anyone as we get started. And make sure that the kids are probably outside of their room. Alright, so. You know, um, in the last several years, I watched myself change a lot. Um, I used to be a woman who was very prim and proper. Very poised. Um, and men gravitated to the fact that I didn't use profanity. Um, I was just always very soft-spoken and kind of delicate in a sense. And, um, I was dating this guy and he was Middle Eastern. And he had this thing where basically he was just like, he was going to get me out of my shell. So he was like, I can't believe you don't drink. And I was like, well, I'm not really a big drinker. Not like that, you know. And he was like, oh, you know, but you should. Like, are you Hindu? Like, is that your religion or something? And I was like, no, it's just not really my thing. Like, I drink if I go out with my friends, but that's about it. And he was like, and then you don't cuss. He was like, so, like, you don't eat pork. You rarely eat red meat. He was like, gosh, like, my parents would love you. (laughs) He was like, but I'm not trying to date you for my parents. I'm trying to date you for me. And I was like, oh, okay. So the more time I started spending around him, he used to say, he was like, my name is Jay. I like to blow motherfucking shit up. <laughs> and he was like, so anytime then I walk into a building, he says, that's the first thing I tell people. He says, because yeah, I am a senior IT level person. When people see me, they automatically assume that like, oh, I'm just very well put together. He says, but as soon as I hit that meeting and I'm telling them, okay, this is the project we're on. This is what we're doing. He says, and then I look, he says, the first thing I say to them is, hi, welcome to the meeting this morning. My name is Jay. I like to blow motherfucking shit up. And we are going to go ahead and get this meeting started. And I was looking at him like, are you serious? He was like, yeah. He was like, let's go out to dinner so that way you can meet some of my coworkers. So still kind of like shocked. Um, I went to dinner. I met some of his coworkers. And I was just like, oh, 
oh wow okay and it kind of changed the dynamic for me because he was like you have the belief or the idealism that you know you have to still not be hurt he was like and that's just not where we are in society he says you know my parents they want me to kind of just find some young woman and to marry her and have babies he was like and I'm just like fuck that shit I don't want that like I'm gonna go after what I want and I was like oh okay so as we started talking to each other I ended up dating someone else so we weren't exclusive um so I ended up dating another guy who was also Middle Eastern and he grew up in Jersey and like he basically was almost like the same way where he was just like no like you're so conservative like it's just not who I would expect you to be and when I came out of that I was like okay so you know what let me go back to the person that I was in my 20s because the person I was in my 20s was definitely not the person that I was in my 30s. In my 30s, I kind of like changed so much about me. But the reason being is because of the fact that I had dated very wealthy people who groomed me to being the person that they wanted me to be. So I knew how to talk the talk and walk the walk. I knew how to look the act, the role of who they wanted me to be in public. So I knew all about all the, you know, formalities and things of that nature. And so like changing all of that, it was just kind of like, oh, okay. Well, you know, the 20 year old me had a motherfucking ball. Like when I tell you that like life was great in my 20s, it was amazing. So like then changing Like, my mom noticed the change. My mom was like, wow, I didn't realize that you cussed so much. And I don't cuss around my mom, but my mom used to be on Facebook, so it wasn't like that she didn't see the stuff that I was posting on Facebook. I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. And I am known for that. Well, now that I'm in the South, right? So we're kind of like all over the place, but there is a reason for my madness. So yes, there is a method to it. However, so now that I'm in the South, like I meet women in the South who still have those old Southern ways, um, who believe that like, because of the fact that I am who I am, that I am not a woman, but I wanted to clarify something because I actually, I, I made something known, but I did not correct everybody in public, but I made it known in a conversation that I had with someone. Just because of the fact that I cuss does not mean that I am any less of a woman than the woman who doesn't cuss, but actually sleeps around with every man in town. So, one of the things my mom used to tell me when I was growing up, and that was, is that, like, a, in Christian society, they have all these ideas of what a Christian should be. And so, my mother, she could never wear jeans. 
because they didn't believe that you were holy if you wore jeans. So you always had to be in dresses. So I grew up watching my mother in dresses and then my mom transitioned into jeans where then they criticized her in jeans and were like, well, you can't be a minister because you're wearing jeans. Like you can't be godly because you're wearing jeans. Because it was almost like taking on that masculine role for Christians and what they believed in. So the fact that I cuss, people find that to be offensive and as if I'm taking on a masculine role, that I now have this whole masculinity thing going on. But let's just correct some things because, see, judging a book by its cover is never going to get you anywhere. I know a lot of women who have their shit together. They are still women at the end of the day. It doesn't actually change anything about who they are. They are still women. We're just not the women from the 1920s. We're not those women anymore. We don't practice that modesty from the 1920s. You don't see us covered up from head to toe when we're still underneath all of that, still a hoe. Like, we're not those people anymore. So, like... We have to get to a place where we as people in society stop frowning our faces up on women because of the fact that now they actually have just as much balls as the next person. Because see, guess what? When I walk into a meeting and I command that meeting and that meeting starts because I actually started that meeting, when I start that meeting, They don't care about the fact that I actually use cuss words. Did I actually get the point across? Was the meeting actually still taken care of? Did somebody actually get the meetings? Was it opened and was it closed? That's what they care about. They don't care about all that extra stuff. The things that like society makes us as women focus on that we should not actually have to focus on. We shouldn't have to worry about that part. You know, If you are so caught up in what I say or how I say it because it's not the mannerisms that you would use, then maybe you should find someone else to engage with. Because see, I have no problem with being who I am and I've never been in a position where a man has been with me and said oh my god you cuss and that's just so offensive you know what guys say when they actually hear me cuss because it's not something that I actually do on a regular basis or every other word or whatever one day I was talking to this guy and he was talking about um some stuff that happened at work he was like yeah you know what this is some bullshit blah 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 and he's just going on and on and on and I was like yeah and so he was like so how was your day I was like well You know, honestly, my day was really some bullshit too. Like, real talk. Like, let me tell you what happened in my day. And so he actually started laughing because, one, I cuss like a sailor. Um, I have brothers, so I learned how to cuss really early. Um, My favorite aunt, she cussed like a sailor. She got it from my grandfather. However... I have one of the softest voices, and I get that from my grandmother. So my grandfather, who cussed all the time, I have that part down packed. 
but I have the softness of my grandmother. So even though I may get upset with you, I still cuss you out in a way that most people don't even realize they got cussed out. (laughs) My old manager used to say that I was nice, nasty. I never understood that when she used to say that. She was like, yeah, you are so nice, nasty. Like... And so one day I asked her, I was like, well, what does that mean? And she was like, because you are nasty, but it's in such a nice way that people do not even realize what you've said to them until it's over. And then they probably sit back and say, you know, she said X, Y, Z to me, but it doesn't matter because the conversation is over. So, you know... I was like, oh, okay. So it was always kind of like my thing that whenever, say, if if it came down to terminating someone, um, I was the person that could have that conversation because I just had the voice for it. Um, I was typically the person who normally sat in the room whenever it came down to having to demote someone um, because I have the voice for it. Um, I, I guess you could say I am on the more gentler side, but that doesn't mean anything. But what I'm saying today, and that is, is don't allow the 1920s to affect the 2020s because we have surpassed that by so much that we have grown and we have evolved and things have changed so much that we can't have those same idealisms. We can't have that same um, normality of thinking that that's what life is like because it's not. Um, We as women, we have changed. We're no longer just sitting inside of the house changing diapers and making sure the dinner is made and all the kids are taken care of. We are now addressing the boardroom. We are now in the White House. We are actually walking out there on the moon. We are conquering so much. Why should we be limited to who we are based off of who somebody else thinks that we should be? Because guess what? In the terms of misery loves company, it is true. But also, any woman who sits around and criticizes you because your language is not the language that she likes to hear is a woman who already has issues within herself because see her insecurities is what she's trying to use to be able to affect you and to change you and you should never have to change who you are to make somebody else comfortable that's not how this works if they are not comfortable with themselves they don't like what is happening within themselves they need to fix that shit you don't fix who you are to make them comfortable in that way then you're uncomfortable that's not what we're doing that's not what's happening this is 2022 when you hear that you should automatically know that times have changed things are not the same people are no longer the same And the way that I used to be able to talk to someone and interact with them, I can't do that anymore. So the times when I used to have to say, 
Oh, you little baby. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Oh, my God. You want me a little kisses? That doesn't happen anymore. Why? Because we have evolved. Things have actually changed. And if you aren't getting with the motherfucking program because you are too sensitive to be able to understand that we can still be able to rock this shit out and still be a woman any day, there's something wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with us. We are totally okay. And if you feel the need that you need to pick apart somebody else's life so that way then you can feel good because of the fact that they're not who you think that they should be from last century, there's something wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with us. Are we still making sure that the job gets done? Yes. Are the kids still being raised right? Yes. Are the bills still being paid? Yes. Are we missing a beat? No. And to that, to all of my women who actually don't give a damn about what anybody else thinks and is still living their best motherfucking life, I say, keep doing what the fuck you're doing because you are doing an amazing job.